Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Roy may be a lot of things, but shy isn't one of them. He never backs down from a good debate. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. If you go to my show page on any of the chorus radio stations carrying this program, you will find my blog. And in that blog piece today, I wrote about an email that I received from Maureen Basnicki. And Maureen Basnicki is a personal friend of mine. Her husband in uh, 2001... 9-11 was murdered by terrorists. The 9-11 World Trade Center terrorists. Now, we know how Carter is treated by the Canadian government. Let me read you this email that Maureen sent me. I, saw, I spoke with her this morning, and I asked her if it was okay for me to read it and identify her as the writer, and she said, yes, please go ahead. So Maureen writes... Note that France defines its victims of terrorism as victims of war. I won't debate if Cotter is a child soldier. Certainly, I believe that a 15-year-old, soon to be 16, understands that if you throw a grenade, you'll cause death and serious injury. My purpose is not to lessen or argue against whether Cotter is a victim. I only wish to emphasize who the true victims of terrorism are. If Cotter is a child soldier, does it not correspond that my Ken and the other victims of the 9-11 attack can be defined as unarmed soldiers in the war against terrorism. Why did my Canadian government come after me to pay taxes owed by my murdered husband for taxes owing for 2000 and 2001? This was done around the first anniversary and my first shipment of body parts. Why are my taxes going to contribute to a child soldier who's killed our allies? Why has our government chosen to do this without a court order? Why did our previous government not provide fairness to the Canadian victims of terrorism that actually lived in Canada? Why was there such an imbalance between the support provided to Canadians living in the U.S. and Canada? Why are Carter's lawyers angry that the large amount of com compensation and apology was leaked to the media? Do we not believe in the transparency of our justice system? Was this to be sneaked to Carter for political purposes? Certainly, Cotter's lawyers have criticized Harper many times in the past. Many questions, Maureen. So when I was speaking with Maureen this morning, she also pointed out to me that the federal government of the day, and that would be the Jean Chrétien government, wanted to tax Maureen's U.S. compensation. So she, she received some compensation from the United States for the murder of her husband in the World Trade Center on 9-11, and the federal government of Canada wanted to get at that. On the first anniversary of 9-11, they wanted to get the money for the taxes, income taxes, owed by her murdered husband. And she was just starting to get their, whatever remains were able to be sent back by probably dental identification. And then they wanted to get it, the money that the Americans provided in compensation. And then I received this. Dear Roy, 
I did not call because this is a very emotional for me and ta- talking is difficult for me. Last spring, my cousin Bobby was beheaded by Abu Sayyaf in the Philippines. He and John Ridsdale, Tess, Bobby's fiance, and the owner of the marina they were kidnapped from were kidnapped from the marina they were staying at. After nine months of torture and deprivation, Bobby, Robert Hall, was beheaded by the laughing, joking terrorists that held him captive. John was beheaded also in April before Bobby. Tess was freed two weeks after they made her watch Bobby being beheaded, and the marina owner was freed several weeks after that. For nine months, we were not allowed to say anything to anyone, not even our eight children, because we were told if anything got onto social media, it would be dangerous for Bobby. So we silently prayed and did all we could for him quietly. My heart broke last June when at 4 a.m. his brother broke his forced silence, and we knew Bobby's head had been found in a bag. We received no help from our government, none. Sadly, if a Canadian now is in danger with another country, they're on their own. Their families are on their own. Not a cent is spent to help them. We didn't expect a ransom. That would have put every traveling Canadian in danger from these barbarians, but we had no help. No effort was made to rescue them, even though we know the Philippine government was ready to help us rescue them. I've talked to other families who've come out of the woodwork to share with us. They've been treated in the same way. We had no counsel or support from our Foreign Services Department. We were on our own. We dealt with this and have continued on thinking this is the way it is in Canada for our ordinary everyday citizens now. I am Canadian. I love my country. My heart is so sad today. That this is given to Omar Cotter when peaceful, good Canadians are tossed to the wolves, open those wounds again. I was in the car going shopping, listening to your show, and I had to turn around and go home and cry. I am so sad. Thank you. Please do not say my name on the radio. So, the next person who wants to send me an email with a bit of a lecture about what the Supreme Court decided and what's appropriate and what isn't. Think about what I just read. Think about the two emails I just read. That's all I'm asking you to do. That's all. Now, coincidentally, tomorrow, at the beginning of the program, and it's already been arranged. I'm going to be speaking with family members, other family members, of Robert Hall, who have a lot to say about the Cotter situation and about theirs. That's already been arranged. I was in the car going shopping, listening to your show, and I had to turn around and go home and cry. I am so sad. We'll come back.